good morning and thank you for tuning in to God's Chosen Ones podcast show today. I will keep continuing on reading about Job as his three friends tries to help him through his situation. Their honesty is on point and that is what matters. Um, When you have friends that are honest with you, that is what matters. I'm going to continue to say that all throughout the reading. They are being true friends. Um, they are being true friends, um, and what I notice, though, is the two friends that are chiming in the most is Bildad and Eliphaz. So let's see what they have to say next as Job is being tested, still being tested, uh, right now questioning God, um, so uh, being tested right now, um, questioning God and why he's being uh, doing him this way. So let's get into it. This is verse 22 or scripture 22. Then Eliphaz, uh, the Temanite, answered and said, Can a man be profitable, profitable to God, though he who is wise may be profitable to himself? As it, is it any pleasure to the Almighty that you are righteous? Or is it gain to him that you make your your ways blameless? Is it because of your fear of him that he corrects you and enters into judgment with you? Is not your wickedness great and your iniquity without end? For you have taken pleasures, pleasures from your brother for no reason and stripped the naked of their clothing. You have not given the weary water to drink and you have withheld bread from the hungry. But the mighty man possessed the land, and the honorable man dwelt in it. You have sent widows away empty, and the strength of the fatherless was crushed. Therefore snares are all around all around you, and sudden fear troubles you, or darkness so that you cannot see, and an abundance of water covers you. Is not God in the height of heaven and and see the highest stars? How lofty they are. And you say, what does God know? Can he judge through the deep darkness? Thick clouds cover him so that he cannot see. And he walks above the circle of heaven. Will you keep to the old way which wicked men have trod? who were cut down before their time, whose foundations were swept away by a flood. They said to God, Depart from us. What can the Almighty do to them? Yet he filled their houses with good things. But the counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see it and are glad, and the innocent laugh at them. Surely our adversaries are cut down, and the fire consumes their remnant. Now acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. Receive, receive, please instruction from his mouth, and lay up his words in your heart. And if you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. You will remove iniquity far from your tents. Then you will lay your gold in the dust, and the gold of Ophir among the stones of the brooks. 
Yes, the Almighty will be your gold and your precious silver, for then you will have your delight in the Almighty. And lift up your face to God. You will make your prayer to him. He will hear you and you will pay your vows. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. When they cast you down, as you say, exaltation will come. Then he will save the humble person. He will even deliver one who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered by the purity of your hands. Then Job answered and said, Even today my complaint is bitter. My hand is listless because of my groaning on, Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come to his seat. I would present my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. So Job is like God knows men's ways. And fill my mouth with arguments. I would know the words which he would answer me and understand that he would say to me, would he contend with me in his great power? No, but he would take note of me. There the upright could reason with him and I would be delivered forever from my judge. Look, I go forward, but he is not there. And backward, but I cannot perceive him. When he works on the left hand, I cannot behold him. When he turns to the right hand, I cannot see him. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way. I have kept his way and not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. But he is unique, and who can make him change? And and whatever his soul desires, that he does, that he does. For he performs what is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Therefore, I am terrified at his presence. When I considered this, I am afraid of him. For God made my heart weak. And the Almighty terrifies me because I was not cut off from the presence of darkness, and he did not hide deep darkness from my face. Since times are not hidden from the Almighty, why do those who know him see not his days? Some remove landmarks. So this is verse uh, 24, scripture 24, and Job is still talking um, Job, he's condemning men's, men's cruelty. Some remove landmarks. They seize flocks violently and feed on them. They drive away the donkey of the fatherless. They take the widow's ox as a pledge. They push the needy off the road. All the poor of the land are forced to hide, are forced to hide 
indeed like wild donkeys in the desert. They go out to their work searching for food. The wilderness yields food for them and for their children. They gather their fodder in the field and glean in the vineyard of the wicked. They spend the night naked without clothing and have not, no covering in the cold. They are wet with showers of the mountains and huddle around the rock for want of shelter. Some snatch the fatherless from the breast and take a pledge from the poor. They cause the poor to go naked without clothing and they take away the sheaves from the hungry. They press out oil within their walls and tread wine presses yet suffers, suffer thirst. The dying gets groan in the city, and the souls of the wounded cry out. Yet God does not charge them uh, with wrong. There are those who rebel against the light. They do not know its ways, nor abide in its paths. The murderer rises with the light. He kills the poor and needy, and in the night he is like a thief. The eye of the adulterer waits for the twilight, saying, No eye will see me, and that he disguises his face in his dark. In the dark they break into houses, which they marked for themselves in the daytime. They do not know the light, for the morning is the same to them as the shadow of death. If someone recognizes them, they are in the terrors of the shadow of death. They should be swift on the face of the waters, their portion should be cursed in the earth, so that no one would turn into the way of their vineyards. As drought and the heat consume the snow waters, so the grave consumes those who have sinned. The womb, the womb should forget him, the warm should feed sweetly on him. He should be remembered no more, and wickedness should be broken like a tree. For he preys on the barren, who do not bear and does not go does no good for the widow but god draws the mighty away from with his power he rises up but no man is sure of life he gives them security and they rely on it yet his eyes are on their ways they are exalted for a little while then they are gone they are brought low. They are taken out of the way like all others. They dry out like the heads of grain. Now if it is not so, who will prove me a liar and make my speech worth nothing? Then Bildad the Shuhite answered and said, this is verse 25 and then we're going to stop right there. Dominion and fear belong to him. He makes peace in his high places. Is there any number to his armies? Upon whom, upon whom does his light not rise? How when, how then, can man be righteous before God? Or how can be, how can he be pure, who is born of a woman? If even the moon does not shine. And the stars are not pure in his sight. How much less man who is a maggot and a son of a man is a worm. So we're going to stop there.
And then we're going to continue on to verse 26, or scripture 26. But I do have uh, one last thing I wanted to read. And this is from my Woman Thou Art Loose Bible. Um, if you don't have one, you can still buy one online. Um, or, you know, it's it has little uh, scriptures or prayers in it for women. But um, there are Bibles out there for men as well. Uh, this is from T.D. Jakes. So I'm going to go ahead and read. This is says, when God says no, and this is, um, goes along with what I re uh, read, verse 23, uh, scripture 23, it says, some of the greatest challenges to our faith are those moments when we must endure the cold blight of a dis disappointment. The greater the anticipation, the greater the disappointment when we fail to receive what we have anticipated. I know firsthand the sinking feeling of dejection that comes into your heart when things fall through. It feels almost as though an earthquake has struck in your heart. The very things you were counting on and standing on have slipped from under you and something inside you begins to sink. The floor gives way and everything you have planned seems meaningless. The temptation is to have an all-out pity party complete with candles, cake, and ice cream. There is no shield that can keep away the days that come to teach our hearts submission to God's will and purpose for us. There are no cards that are so poetic, no roses that are so fragrant that they dismiss the tingling sensations of brokenness that come up upon us when we see our expectations cave in. It's a feeling that will bring the most mature person into, into fetal position. It comes as if it will not leave, but you can be sure that it is not so. It will go and the sun will come again and rebuke the clouds that have hidden the light of God's purpose from shining through to you. There is within the human capacity a tenacious survival instinct that kicks in when we are at our lowest. It enables us to succeed through the storms of life. They will come, but they will not overthrow you if you learn to trust God even when you can trace when you can't trace him. He is so wise. He knows the greater truths that can only be realized by eyes that can behold today and tomorrow in one glance. His vision supersedes our nearsighted request, centered around the thirst of the day and not the droughts of the future. He must, as a good father, deny requests that would insult the greater destiny. He has prepared for those who are, who are his. He is God of tough love. He has the ability to firmly decline a request when you would be endangered by a positive response. In short, he loves you enough to say no. I'm going to read that again. He loves you enough to say no. You may not know why you have had to face the chilling winds of despair, but trust his love. Trust God to renew you and just live on. 
So I am going through this right now. I thought I was going to be able to do something. And I think it's God's will that he didn't want me to do it because um, of this show. Uh, I just have to, you know, endure, live on. There's another opportunity that I have that's coming up. And I just hope this one will go through because this is something that I really need. I hope he's saying yes. Um, I'm going to just pray for it. Uh, hopefully it goes through. Um, but he's just saying some things are not meant to be. I'm saying no for a reason. So just take that and whatever you're going through, through uh, in your life, it's going to be okay. Uh, so tomorrow we were, will, uh, I will continue on reading. I missed yesterday, uh, but I'm going to just continue on, push through. Sometimes it's okay to take a mental day, take a break. Um, so tomorrow I will, uh, push through. We are halfway through, like I said, um, I will be reading scripture 26, but, uh, what I would like to say is just have a great day wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in to uh, God's Chosen One podcast show. And of course, my name is Crystal and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.